This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gina Davis, and welcome to Event Talk. Do you want to make more money with your products and service at festivals, fairs, and expos? Then you're in the right place. Each week, Event Talk brings you interviews with business experts, makers, artists, and business owners, nonprofits that have all successfully navigated the ins and outs of business. Plus, we want to take you behind the curtain, sharing our time-tested event marketing secrets so that you can get the most from every booth at every event. Join us as we explore what's happening at festivals, fairs, expos near you and around the country. Event Talk is your source for everything you need to get the event return on investment you deserve. I'm excited about today's conversation. Let's get started. Welcome. I am so happy that you're here today. Today, my guest is Sandra Yancey, and I'm your host, Gina Davis. I have an amazing show for you today, but I would really like to start by sharing a little bit about my guest. Now, Sandra has been on this quest to find a solution to a common problem, standing in the way of business success for, I mean, for everyone. Networking has always been her nemesis, and her solving this problem helped her take her entrepreneurial path to grow. She started out of her garage in 2000 in her Dallas suburban home. She had limited entrepreneurial experience. But she has managed to bootstrap her way to create one of the largest and most decorated business networking organizations in North America, eWomen Network. Today, that company is a multi-million dollar enterprise with over 500,000 women connected with 100 chapters across North America. And I have heard a rumor we've got one in Australia now. (laughs) One of the key ingredients to your success is the culture and a face-to-face engagement. But the last thing I want to share with you is the eWomen Network is guided by nine core values. The first one, which is my favorite, is giving first, sharing always, and empowering our community to thrive in an environment of encouragement, kindness, and empathy. Sandra, thank you so much for being here today. I am excited to get started. I'm honored that you have me on your show, so thank you, Gina. Just to let the audience know, I've actually been active in eWomen about the last two years, but I got introduced to eWomen about 10 years ago. I don't even know if Sandra remembers, but she actually talked to me on the phone back 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, I'm having a hard time remembering what I had for breakfast on uh, last week. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know one of the things I want you to share with my audience is a little bit more about eWomen, but I want you to talk about the goal that you have, the one million women, one million dollars. Tell us why that is so important. Well, you know, women are starting businesses at the rate of two to one to men. We still are getting, you know, about 71%, I think it is right now, on the dollar when we have corporate jobs. I believe that's a large reason why women are leaving corporate jobs and starting their own business. Uh, so that they can, you know, set kind of the vision, the dream that they want to create for themselves. I think most people are starting businesses for the purposes of finding freedom 
freedom being, uh, you know, defined in a lot of different ways, you know, being able to design a business around the lifestyle that they want to create, not just from a financial perspective, but to make themselves available for the people that are important to them, like children, family, aging parents, and that kind of thing. And what I know is that it's really important. I think most people don't understand that. You know, it's actually easier to shoot for a million dollars than it is to shoot for a hundred thousand. And I think that sounds counterintuitive, but I've learned from my own experience and now having helped many people break the million dollar mark that, you know, when you set your eyes on a bigger prize, you will make decisions. differently than setting your eyes on a smaller price. And so it's just helping women really grasp that and then encouraging them and supporting them as they make their next bold move. I mean, I agree with that. Coming from being a coach, it was just me, so entrepreneur. I I mean, that was never on my radar to be, uh, for it to be a million dollars. But as I moved into my new uh, business venture, Find Vendor Booth, Yes. I just, I could see the very much the potential there for a million dollars for being an international company, which to share with you audience, Sandra is one of my mentors and I actually was in her SOAR program last year. The reason I joined that was because she's already done it and I'm modeling her. Yeah, Gina, you know, the truth of the matter is, and I have coaches too and belong to a mastermind. I mean, I've, I've just come, you know, you know, we're getting, going into, you know, our 20th anniversary next year, 19 this year, 20th. And what I can tell you is that what I've, one of my big lessons is that there are really two teachers and uh, in life, you know, and one is mentors and the other is mistakes. And I've just learned that I'd rather, you know, invest in a mentor than pay the price of mistakes. It's just so, it's more costly, more, it takes more time, it holds you back, you don't make as many steps, and and you're a real model of that, too. Yes, thank you, thank you. I know for me, you know, having the mentors is extremely important because, you can't always think of everything. And I know we, no. we actually had a defined process. Hey, you'll be proud of me. We had a defined process meeting today. And, <laughs> and, and I was telling people, I was like, you know, I can't know everything that you're doing. So that's why you have to help me know what you're doing. And, and all that came about because of what you, you know, yeah. you have imparted to me. So it's really right. important because I would have not known to do that if I right. had been winging this ball by myself. I would right. not have known to do that. Exactly. So, yeah. So right. we briefly touched on the conference. It was amazing. Let me tell you, audience, she outdid herself this year. It was action-packed and on point. And for me, really, it concreted my goals and my plans for the rest of the year. And I, the reason I really invited her to be part of this podcast, and other than I just love to talk to you, Sandra. I love to talk to you too, Gina. <laughs> is the change you made to your exhibitor expo this year. Right. To me, uh, you shared with me earlier in the year, so I've kept as mum as I could. About right. Yeah. yeah. I just like, oh my gosh, she's got this amazing idea. I can't wait to actually see it. And it was really Was it? Amazing! I th- I just I just was really blown away by some of those things that you did, and I don't really want to I don't really want to talk about them. I want you to talk about them. But between oh. that, I want you to tell because you t- you shared this with me. I want you to tell the story behind why you decided to implement this. This about 
stepping out, really was about stepping out of your comfort zone, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Well, my fundamental belief is that, you know, our core uh, role as the visionaries and CEOs of our business is to, you know, be always on the lookout of the next best thing and to try to be first to market over, in particular, your competitors. So I'm always not just watching the people in my space, my direct competitors, but I'm learning from people outside of my space so that I can see what they're doing and then maybe not adopt it, but change that O and adopt to an A and adapt, adapt that and then be first to market right in my Mm -hmm. space to the people that I'm going to be in front of. And I think, you know, what I've learned is that innovation is the name of the game. And, And if you look at the world's you know, most successful people and, you know, for example, Jeff Bezos, who is still the, you know, wealthiest man in the world. I mean, he didn't invent anything. He innovated what was already out there. So he didn't invent shopping with Amazon, right? He innovated it, right? You look at Steve Jobs. He didn't invent phones. He innovated them. You know, he took them. Go ahead. It's like that blue ocean strategy, which I think yeah, with me too. It's taking... It's moving beyond what everybody is doing, which right. they call a red ocean strategy, because everybody's yeah. in there messing it up and getting it red, and moving into a blue ocean strategy where you turn that ideal on its side, on its back, yes. on its head, and you come out with something that's truly, as you said, innovative. Right. And so there's a term that's out there called brand activation. And it's it's a synonym to experiential marketing. I think a lot of people, the old school people, experiential marketing, brand activation. I'm I've got my own word for it. I'm calling it amplification marketing. In other words, how do you amplify your brand amongst other people that are at the exact same event? So, in other words, when you walk into an expo, you often walk into one and maybe there's you know 50, sometimes even 100 depending on the size, and maybe there is maybe one other um, exhibitor that is a direct competitor to you. What's, what I'm talking about amplification marketing is how do you make everybody there become aware of you? How do you amplify yourself over everyone so that you really create the buzz at your booth, like people that just want to come over and see what's going on? And it's not just about getting the crowd, but really beginning to help you engage directly with your consumers, your customers, your prospects, and begin to be top of mind. Because what you want to do ideally with your booth is not only create sales, right? That's more of a pop-up. The new term is pop-up for that. That's when you are directly you know, selling something and transacting business. But sometimes what you want is people will say, I don't need that right now. But when I do, you want them to think of you. And so you want to engage with them enough directly so that when they're ready for you, right, then they think of you. So you're not only creating the transactions today. And when you're a small business, that's very important. I understand that, right? But you also want to be planting seeds, right, for the future, for future sales. And I think that when you take your exhibit space and you activate it, you make it interactive, 
that ultimately ignites the fire, I think, and really lights the way for people to not only experience you in a fun way at your event, but to remember you and align with you down the road, right? And I'll tell you another reason why it's important and how it differentiates itself and why it's worth the investment to activate because it it is a little bit more expensive. But often I know people will say, I would like to get the list of all the people at the event. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? Right. And most organizers aren't going to give you the list of not just the other exhibitors, but the attendees at the event. And a way that you can do that is if you create an activation and in the back of your booth or to the side of your booth, you create something that allows people to take pictures and you above that put maybe a branded hashtag, meaning not like, like, like we use branded hashtags and then we use community hashtags. So a community hashtag might be millionaire mindset. And let me just tell you, hundreds of thousands of people use that. That's called a community hashtag. A branded hashtag is one that is unique to you. So, for example, our hashtag right now is EWN. That's the three initials of eWomen Network, ICON, EWN ICON, right? Because we want to make our next event iconic. We want to attract people that want to be icons in their field, the best you know, best of the best. And so you could create your own branded hashtag and encourage people to take pictures. And because of social media, if they post that picture, understand you're not only getting that person, but you're getting your eyeballs in front of everybody that follows that person outside of the event, right? You're, You're amplifying your brand beyond the event. Very powerful. I agree, and I know you have shared with me before the event about activation were like a, a unique way to do donuts. So, it was, so you actually had it there. So it was this wall of donuts yes. on these little knobs. Yeah, up in the corner, it had the the brand hashtag. Exactly. And, so do not I, leave me hanging. There, but it, yeah. then it had our branded hashtag. Uh, yeah, and so you cannot imagine how many people <laughs> stood in front of that and took pictures. I mean, almost everybody that was in my uh, group did it. I'll have to admit, Sandra, I didn't do it. I was looking at them donuts and going, thinking, I am not going anywhere near this. <laughs> <laughs> I love donuts, but they don't love me. <laughs> right, 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 right. They were delicious, I have to tell you. They were delicious. Yeah. But but, but people to still that. took their pictures in yeah, front of them, yeah, even if they yeah. didn't, if they were gluten-free, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and couldn't eat the donuts, there were still people taking pictures yeah. in front of them. And so what that did was that showed our hashtag yeah. to everybody that follows those people. And suddenly, all kinds of people are now learning about us, right? Yeah, I think it was an ingenious ideal, and that was not the only activation there. I think the other popular one was the monkey. I mean, they they really ramped that up till that final night, and they were some of the most amazing pictures. Both you and Brianna's pictures, I did get a look (laughs) at them, were the best. (laughs) So so let me explain to people. I I mean, so what this monkey was, the, the exhibitor was a woman that handles... SEO, search engine optimization, which a lot of people could yawn and go, okay, you know, but what she did was say, let me help you navigate the jungle of search engine optimization. And she put the whole back 
of her exhibit space in greenery, right? And then she rented, basically hired a handler with a monkey, and she put her company name above, right? And you took pictures, and people were like, Ten deep, weren't they? They were, they were signing up. up to get their picture. It was incredible. It was, it was lined up, but yeah, yes. it, just, it just made for some of the most amazing pictures. And I'm just because uh, I, all I kept thinking when, I, when it got announced was like, oh my god, I can imagine suddenly a monkey's like going right in the hair and pulling. Right, I know the monkey had a sucker. I thought, my god, if that monkey gets that sucker in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, another one that's simpler, though, is let's yeah. say you have a, you know, more of a retreat business or a spa business yeah. or something. You could put a couple of, you know, lounge chairs or whatever or just do a station that has power outlets. Everybody wants to charge their phone, yeah. you know, and the whole message being come and get powered up at our booth, right? Reclaim yeah. your power, rejuvenate, re and, you know, Get your wits about you. And while you're powering up, then you can have a conversation about what you offer, your, your day spa or your massage business or, you know, your retreat, your relaxing retreats that you take people on. It's just a really powerful way, way, I think, to totally reach people on multiple levels, emotionally, rationally, psychologically, so that they really walk away, not just remembering the event, but remembering you. Well, it's like Mary Angelou says, people are going to forget what you say, then they're going to, whatever, however it goes, but they will remember how you make them feel, and if you exactly. make emotion in your uh, exhibit, then you're doing just that. Sandra, yes. I would love to keep talking about this, but we're going to have to take a quick break for our sponsors. Sure. And just, audience, please, we have some more juicy ideal strategies from Sandra. You've got to stay, stay around and hear what's coming up next. We'll see you in just a second. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. The Fine Vendor Booth Event Talk Podcast with host Gina Davis is looking for guests for future podcast episodes. If your business has a story that shows how you've aligned your marketing for success, exhibiting your products and services at festival fairs and expos, then we are looking for you. Additionally, we're looking for experts in these areas, business finance, business education, and tech tools that align with event talks focus messages at info at findvendorboost.com this is the ewn podcast network i'm so happy that you're still with us and if you're just tuning in we're talking to sandra yancey of e-women network sandra are you ready to get rolling again i am i am <laughs> okay so Let's talk a little bit about, I know that you've had past expos and then the current one. Have you seen pain points that your exhibitors are dealing with? Yeah, I mean, I could think of, you know, three or four right off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, first there. of all, you know, you need to know where where your peeps are. I mean, that's, that is marketing 101. Yeah. Identify your buyer persona. 
you know, so that you know exactly, you can begin to find those events where your ideal prospects are actually going to be, right? So that's what I love about your business, find a vendor booth, because, you know, it can be time consuming to, you know, find the right ones and be really strategic about it. And what I love about what you're creating is you're kind of a one-stop shop, like go to this one website and you're curating all of the various events that are going on. And instead of spending, I think sometimes hours, you know, searching on the internet and then not maybe even knowing the core words to search on, you're missing opportunities. So getting really clear where your audience is and identifying those against your budget. So everybody should have a budget about how much money they want to spend, how many times that you want to exhibit. Is it, you know, once a month? Is it twice a month? Is it a quarter? Is it how often do you want to exhibit? Where are the right places for you to be? And then make sure that you're setting up your exhibit space in a way that lets people say, I see you. I want to go over there and check you out, which is why I think this activation model is so important. And and again, we saw it. I mean, from I'm talking major sponsors like Dell and ClickFunnels and Peach were there with huge activations. But so were the Monkey, right? She's a she's a small business out of Cincinnati, Ohio, kind of things. It doesn't matter the size. We had two fabulous jewelers that were there both beautiful and, and, and the way they activate it, right? And it could be as simple as um, Untamed Hearts. She had white shag carpet. It was pretty oh gosh, spectacular, it was right? <laughs> it just totally set her apart from yeah. everybody else. It doesn't take a lot, right? But knowing how to stretch. So the other thing would be, how are you going to stretch yourself to do some things that are different? You know, everybody wants to be number one. I see women worrying about wanting to fit in. Well, how can you stand out if you're worried about fitting in? So you've got to get comfortable with the notion of I'm going to be different, right? And then number three, I would say, you know, you have to know how to follow up with people, right? That's the important thing. Are you gathering the information, some information to be able to follow up with them, right? Whether it be a place for them to drop a business card or do a sign-up sheet or if they're using a branded hashtag, then you can search just on that hashtag and you will see all the people that took pictures at your booth, right? And then you can follow up with them via social media and, and, uh, you know, you follow them and you nurture that relationship and let them know where you're going to be next and that kind of thing. So, you know, there are some, I think, knowing how to find the place, knowing who your, you know, buyer is, you know, stretching yourself to, you know, do something a little bit different that I, I can now tell you works 100%. I mean, we just ended our event over 50% of our exhibit space is already sold out. Nice. From people, right, that didn't exhibit but saw it and said, I want to be part of that next year. So I, I just want you to trust the notion of this whole brand activation, amplification model. And then number four, are you doing the appropriate follow-up? Because everybody intends to do it, and yet very few people actually do. I agree. I mean, that's, that's my history is customer retention, and, and even still now, I'm, I teach that constantly. It's like, you have an email list, don't you? <laughs> you have a sales follow-up process, correct? Right. It's a, and it's, it's a back to what we said in the beginning. It's all about them processes. you got to have them yes. in place. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Your place. future and your follow-up, I think, is in the process that you set in place. Mm-hmm. Well, I know a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they feel like, i got to go get the next 
I gotta go get the next customer. I gotta go get the next yeah. customer. I gotta go, and it's and it's you should. It's more money to keep chasing that next customer than it is to stay in and romance your current customers. Yes, and I feel like that's really important. Yes. But yes, uh, I mean to to the couple points that you made. Yes, find vendor booths. Is our goal is to make this whole process easier for you. On our podcast, our goal is to teach you strategies that help you with this. I know that I'm if I start teaching some brand activation now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. I'm excited to do that because I think it's it's amazing uh, amazing move for people in the in the level that I'm currently uh, doing and I'm gonna have to think outside the box for them because I think we can they can do that I think they can do that even at a small price point. Yes, absolutely, I agree. Everything is scalable. You don't have to start out at the top. Yes. You can work your way into it, right? But be thinking about, you know, how is it that you are going to become memorable? How is it among the sea of other people there? How can you generate enthusiasm beyond even the moment, right, and the leads and the action that people are taking right now? I mean, that's a bigger thinking mentality, right? I agree. I think for someone getting into this industry or deciding to use this marketing strategy, it can really be a different, you know, you know, all they're thinking about, go set up a booth and they haven't thought beyond how to make it to where the people are wanting to stop by your booth. Because I hear that one also a lot. It's like, well, nobody's right. stopping by my booth. I'm like, well, what? Are you got yeah. anything going on that's going to pull them in there? Yeah. Well, I've been to ex- exhibits where, where I see people like they, they have their wares out, but then they're sitting at the back of their booth and sometimes they're reading or they're journaling or they're on their phone or they're, you know, don't get me on my soapbox. (laughs) It's my biggest pet peeve. And then they, and then they say, nobody bought from me. Right. I mean, at some level, you've got to be engaging in eye contact and, you know, encouraging people to come over and have a conversation with you. Yeah. I'm even, I'm even at the standpoint of, if you have the table, if you're on one side of the table and your client or your potential client is on the other side of the table, that is a huge red stop. Right. You need to push your stuff to the back of it or to the side and welcome people into your booth. And to Make it easy to have them step into your space, right? Yeah. They definitely see that, that on level that I'm currently at. And it just, I just, I find that I'm, it's frustrating to me that they they're constantly saying I, you know why is this not working for me and like well you got to do it the right way yeah so i am there's nobody in this space of vendor booth marketing at the local community festival and fair level that is an authority and yeah well sandra that closing us down for today i would love to hear like any closing thoughts that you might have for my audience I think it's a wonderful time to be um, a woman in business, and I think the way for you to get a competitive edge is to really look at your brand and and find a way to reach your prospective, you know, customers and clients that shifts their perception of the typical transaction and really creates more of real emotional engagement. Make yourself memorable. Uh, I believe that events are an incredible way for you to get people to not only know who you are in this moment for a transaction, mm-hmm. but to remember you for their f- further and future purchases. I agree. Okay. 
Well, thanks so much, Sandra, for being on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to do so. And I will have information below for you to connect with our guests. We've mentioned any specific resources. I'll have them below, too. We look forward to having you next time, and we'd like to invite you to be part of the Fine Vendor Booth community by joining our exclusive membership where we procure the latest events accepting applications for vendor booths. Check out our membership page for the current information on membership. Find Vendor Booths is your one-stop resource for everything you need to know to get the best results from each and every festival, fair, and expo. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.